This is the Grouse House Podcast. Oh my God, it's the 1st of September. Welcome to the footy with Broden Kelly. 1st of September means one thing. It's September and it's the it's happy AFLW round one. It's going to be sick. We have not only Manz on, who is going to take us through all things bloody AFLW, but we also have AFLW star Darcy Vessio. A big thank you to Quizmeisters, who have ensured that we're going to take this party into the off-season. We have shows going all through the off-seasons. Quizmeisters, trivia, but good. Uh, let's get stuck in. I have COVID. Bounce that pill. Uh, as I said in the intro there, it is August, uh, September 1st. I went to do cheap seats on Tuesday at Channel 10 and I walked in. I was supposed to be covering Marnie. I was supposed to be covering the World Cup, the FIBA World Cup. Mm. Um, and I wrote all these jokes I was, re- and they were really funny <laughs> okay. and really cool. Mm-hmm. And then just yeah, whenever yeah, you go yeah. on TV, you have to do a COVID test. And so I just went into the green room. I, I told Ken from Queensland Football Club that I was going to wear his merch. It was all set up. He was like, this is going to be great. And I'm sitting there. I have it in a suit bag. And then they're like, just do the rat and then come through for makeup. And I did it. And I was like... I've never seen two lines before. Oh, no. That's devastating. So I left Channel 10. I just ran out of Channel 10 like I was a a show for young people that, you know, in that they get axed pretty quickly. And I I, I ran out of Channel 10 and into my car and did another rat. And so this is the first time I've had COVID in four years. Wow. I've never had it. I actually don't feel as bad now. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of deserves it. <laughs> I have no symptoms, but now what's it? Me- it's meant is that I am recording this show's called The Footy with Broden, and I'm trying to host it, but I'm in another room to three people who are on this week's <laughs> podcast. So, uh, Marnie, I need you to I need you to lift. The no slack. worries, no worries. I'm always so concerned that like when I go to like interview athletes and stuff, especially coming to finals, that I'll do a COVID test and it will be positive, and then I've ruined finals for that team. Like I'm so oh, scared right, about of it. Of course, yeah, all yeah, yeah. The time. that's true. I had nightmares about doing that to, to Das. So, yeah. yes, introducing, we have our first AFLW star. I'm so ex- I've been a fan of this person for such a long time, since since Derebin Falcon days, legit, when the all-star team of the Derebin Falcons. Uh, they are an all-Australian, 2017, 2021. Carlton Best and Ferris, 2021. League-leading goal kicker, 17. Guess the other year, 21. Three-time leading goal kicker, 17, 18, and 21 for Carlton. And this is the one I want to talk about the most. Mark of the year, 2017. Please welcome Darcy Vessio, vice-captain of the Carlton Football Club. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was a very kind intro, Broden. <laughs> Can you run us through that, Mark? Do you remember it? <laughs> uh, yes. Um, well, yeah, I can kind of remember it. I feel like my <laughs> memories are... You know, they're kind of warped by vision and things like that, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I think all of us, our memories aren't really our memories. But, uh, <laughs> well, that's deep. Let's just go deep into that. <laughs> May I recommend a CPAP machine? Because yeah. Tom, sitting to your left, he's just got a CPAP machine for sleeping and it's improved his memory tenfold. Yeah, it's is that changed fair? my life, yeah. Yeah, what is it? What's that do? So the whole thing with me is I, like, have a lazy tongue, it turns out. Mm-hmm. So I have, like, my tongue has been, like, <laughs> 
during sleep, especially on my back. Yeah. It's been closing off my airways. Mm -hmm. So I was stopping breathing like 90 times a minute is when I did the tests and stuff. Oh, my god! So the CPAP blows like hot air into your nose yep. and stops, your, stops you from breathing through your mouth, stops your tongue from collapsing. So he can remember things now. Yeah, so now I have oxygen to my brain while I sleep so I can remember stuff. Yeah, because your brain's able to consolidate yeah. information. Yeah. That is life-changing. It is, it truly That's is. That's awesome for you. It's made me so aware of my tongue. <laughs> yeah, like, is my tongue being lazy right now? It's so oh, weird, wow. yeah. <laughs> Um, but I do want to ask, when the highlights just come up on your feed of yourself, do you watch them? Um, yeah, I do. I do. I, um, I think AFLW posted one yesterday. Yeah, that's what triggered this question. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll indulge. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> I was what like, were the goals. likes like? Was they good likes? Uh, I don't think I could see the like count, mm. so maybe that's a good thing. Sure. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah, some of my teammates commented. That's nice. Someone back in Wang commented, so I oh, replied. Nice. Yeah, just get I, I remember sick. as well, the first game of the of AFLW won in 1974. Mm. Uh, how many goals did you kick that day? Four. I remember you went off. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. It was, that. It was a good day. It was a really that was, good day. And it was a sold-out Vizzy Park. Was it Vizzy? What's it called? Icon. Icon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Icon Park. Um uh, and uh, you fully, full, how does it feel to go on a on a tear in the first ever AFLW regular season game? Oh, it felt, it did feel amazing. Like it, there was such a build up to that game and um, we sort of all came in not knowing what it would be like, like because mm. we'd never seen it before. Um, you know, we like playing, but we were like, will people come and watch? Um so for the, the game to go that way, um, I actually had the opportunity to reminisce alongside Gab and um, Bree Moody, um, I think it was last Thursday. So Buck, our new coach, got us to reminisce about our experiences um, because it is a while ago now. Like there are, mm. we're playing alongside <laughs> um, people who were like 11 or 12 at the time and they watched that game. So it is really special and you can forget. But um, it was very special, like... Everything kind of just went really well for us that night. Um, yeah, when I kicked a goal out of the ruck, I was like, oh, it's going to be a good <laughs> That's time. Cool. That's yeah. a, I was like, okay, this is good. I was going to run into how was the off-season? I feel like technically you should be sitting here in the best shape of your life. Is that is that, mm. is that how off-seasons work? Is that how you feel? Yeah, well, kind of. Like I, I feel very happy and, and healthy. Um but it was really nice having Christmas kind of New Year's away um, from footy. Like for a, for a while, like we didn't have that at all. Mm. Um, so it was, it just felt like we were a lot more in sync with everyone else around us. And I think like it made a big difference to people at the club as well, just having that time off to be with friends and family and not worrying about footy. Um, but yeah, I was really fortunate. I got to travel with my partner, Emily. We went to New York and Hawaii with, her um, cousins and uncle and auntie. So yeah, it was a really fun off season. Um, Not yeah, Bali. So you went to New York. No Bali. Yeah. <laughs> no Bali. No what Bali. were the top five things you ate in New York? Because Tom and I are going there in a week. Yeah. We're not there directly, but we oh. are going there very shortly. Well, Emily's like really big on pizza and, you know, we'd heard about Joe's and she cried when she ate Joe's. Really? Like, What's know. Joe's? It's like a... A pizza institution, I guess. It's, by the slice? Yeah, 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 by the slice. It's like really thin people mm. line up. There's one, I think there's a couple 
um, that you can go to. But, you know, we'd sort of built it up. And then when she took that first bite, like, I watched her tear up. Like, it was, That's amazing. She was actually having a moment. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is special. Um, there was another place, uh, 22nd Avenue Deli, and that's, like, pastrami um, mm, yep. sandwiches yeah. if you're into that, like... Um, yeah, yeah Bubka <laughs> was really good. Like I almost cried eating oh, their Bubka. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'll have to have a think of some other ones. They're the two that sort of um, spring to mind. Yeah, yeah. and then huge, like bagels that. are great. Like, and you just walk everywhere, so you can just like snack everywhere. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's I love the street good... foods. Awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I love yeah. a good. What do they call it? lamb on rice? Is that what they call it? Bro? Oh yeah. 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 Little like little snack packs, but their version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got heaps of tiny little setups like that so at, on a lot of the corners, so you can. Yeah. I once lined up for a ramen in New York. Okay. Was that so good- Ivan Ramen? Yes, Ivan Ramen. Yeah, that's right. I've yeah, heard yeah. of that I don't place. Think it, it, yeah, I think they changed their name or something. It's called like Slurp Shop or something now. Okay. Yeah, but it was really good. I've got to go back. <laughs> I've never been to New York. I'm feeling very left out of this <laughs> New York food conversation. Um, but yeah, so this What's is the, the best f- food yeah. in Wagga Wagga? <laughs> I've, I've, I haven't been to Wagga Wagga since I was like eight. Do you mean Bathurst? Where I grew yes. Up? Um, yes. Oh... I mean, I usually just go to the pub and get fish and chips when I'm. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bathurst. good. That's yeah, it's great. Pretty good. That's pretty good. The George. Oh, shout out the George, my parents' favourite pub. Uh, the the Wangaratta. Is that where you're from, Darcy? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I'm from what's Wang. the best food in Wangaratta? Ooh, uh, I don't know. There's a good kebab shop. Yeah, right. stuff is kebabs. Um, I once once had a jumbo kebab there. Uh, before a basketball game, I think I was in like grade five. Is that just a really big kebab? It was huge. It's oh, like right. you got your regular and then you got your jumbo. <laughs> I had a jumbo chicken kebab and so I reckon it, it almost fell out of me that game. It was <laughs> yeah. huge. Um, I guess I'll segue back to footy because mm. I'm okay. very excited to talk about Um This may seem like a bit of a boring question, but I'm genuinely really curious because Carlton have started training in the day. Is that correct? Yeah. And how like, because I feel like... A4W is always, it's, I mean, it's part-time. So it's very yeah. much just like everyone has their jobs and then they come to footy at night. Mm-hmm. But now it feels like a bit more professional that you're training in the day. Yeah, definitely. It feels that way. Like it kind of felt like, you know, it was like what we do in the shadows kind mm. of yeah. vibe like for a lot of years. Um, and a few clubs had started doing like one training during the day last season, I think, and maybe even a season before. Mm. Um, so we'd sort of heard about that. And whenever any club starts to do something like... It spreads and, like, everyone's like, wow, we're doing that. Like, we're yeah. just very competitive. Um, but, yeah, we sort of raised it um, with, I guess, the decision decision makers at our club. And, yeah, they – at first it, it seemed like it was going to be too tricky and then they, like, completely just embraced it and it was like, no, nah, we're never training at night again. Um, and, we were, yeah, it was pretty unbelievable when we first got given our sort of schedule. Um but it's just completely changed how footy feels mm-hmm. like within my life. Like it, you know, you, you sort of feel like, um, yeah, you're a lot more professional. Um, you feel a lot more alert when you're at training. Um, it's sort of like you don't need to fill the day before you go to footy. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in a really fortunate position where I don't have to work outside of footy. I sort of get by with footy and footy related things. But cool. it's like before it sort of felt like you had to 
find things to do during your day, um, even though footy is like the main event for you as well. Mm. Like, mm. yeah. Whereas now that dynamic's completely shifted, and it feels a lot more healthy. I think um, not trying to do like double days sort yeah. of thing. Um, yeah. So it's yeah, it's been amazing, and I think um, I think for everyone, pretty much in our team, like they're just loving the experience, and even just being at the club during the day means you can interact with staff like you can interact with the men's team like it just feels yeah well we have a lot of crossover like um like logistically they try mm. to you know make it work um mm. so we can because like the squads are both quite big like they've got maybe 40 something in the squad we've got 32 um so we're, we're kind of trying to make that work but like there are times when we do crossover um and it's just nice like because you can just yeah. have a chat and you both doing your thing and it just feels a lot more organic in that way. That's cool. I really like when yeah. I hear about like players from the men's and the women's like training together. Like it's very rare. But yeah. when you do hear about it, I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, like we don't really hit the track together sort of thing, but yeah. like we kind of, it's like parallel play, I guess. Like you yeah. kind of bonding through your, your own um, experience, which is good. This is going to sound so lame from me, but I heard Mimi Hill on the Credit to the Girls podcast talking about like the high performance um, mm-hmm. that Carlton's very, like, very drilling at the moment. Mm-hmm. And she kind of explained a bit more about it and even just like nutrition or whatever. And yeah. the times where like my alarm goes off in the morning, I'm like, I do not want to get up. I'm like, mm. no, you've got to be like high performance because like, <laughs> I want to be good at my job. So I have literally taken that on to be like, no, yeah, high yeah. performance. Yeah, you got to be like, Discipline eats motivation for breakfast. You just have to, like, do your thing no matter what. So you like, can't eat, like, giant kebabs for breakfast anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't Discipline know. eats motivation for breakfast. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I, I definitely didn't come up with that, but it's a really good one because it, like, that's, you can't wait to be motivated or live your life on motivation. Like, you have to live it being disciplined and there'll be times <laughs> when you're motivated. I'm trying to work through it. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm picturing like a discipline eating like at cereal. Yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a very quick update in the middle of this recording to say that Carlton this Saturday are doing a super Saturday. So a training with the Carlton Men's Football Club before their first final in a decade, followed by the opener for Carlton AFLW versus Gold Coast Suns. So if you're a Blues fan or if you just like going to Princess Park for anything, I highly recommend going to Carlton's Super Saturday. Darcy will be there. I won't be there because I have COVID, but you could be there. Back to the pod. I was going to just, you touched on something before that I had as a genuine question because I know, Darcy, you're a graphic designer mm-hmm. and you did that and now you spend, now you I, Last I saw in socials, you were designing things for Carlton as the graphic designer as well. Yeah. Um, and I saw you go to like a Brunswick factory and design, I think it was a scarf. Yeah, yeah. Like that. So that was in, uh, I think that was year one. So we, yeah, yeah, we were putting together like the membership pack um, yeah. and we wanted to do it, um, do some stuff locally. So we hit up, I think it was Otto and Spike and they're, um, they're like an Australian company and they're based in Brunswick. So we went there and sort of like I got to design the scarf and, and see how it, uh, how it was all made. Um, and I think, yeah, at a certain membership level, like you got like an Australian made woolen scarf um, and it's got the game changers on it. Like That's so cool. It was really very cool. Trendy. Like I'm glad. Very inner city, very Brunswick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was I, very cool. I got, what I was interested because I, I, I feel 
I feel lots of similarities with your journey to what like the Auntie Don and my comedy group's journey is that we would rehearse at night. Our first place was in an empty factory at night. Then we get three hours that we could rehearse. And then the transition to doing it during the day mm. just fundamentally changes the whole way you approach it. Everything you were just talking about is all of a sudden it's wake up, have a coffee to go and do this as opposed yeah. to trying to fit it in. And I was just curious, how does fo- your relationship with football change when it becomes a full-time job or a daytime job versus the thing that you're kind of told that you have to be, you're lucky that you're getting to do it at night? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes that makes heaps of sense. I think it, it just feel like it, and it shouldn't feel like it legitimizes your career, but mm-hmm. it, it does in a way. Like you're mm-hmm. like this, um, like this is what it should feel like. Like when you're you're doing something, um, when you when you get to do your career, um, whatever it is, like you should be able to do it during your waking hours and not feel like yeah you have to fit it in just in all these little gaps that you have after yeah. you've done everything else in life. Yeah. Um. So I, yeah, for me, like it's completely shifted how I like my own feelings towards footy like I I do love footy but it can be really hard when you're when you're doing it at night or when you feel like you're not really doing it during your most productive hours yeah. like um it's and it's just so much better being able to get home and, and rest and um yeah be able to feel like you have that wind down time and you can just I don't know have dinner at home watch like the block. Yeah. yeah watch the block yeah. you know on that, can, if I can do a follow-up to that, you're in when the when AFLW came together in uh, 16 or 17. I can't remember the year now, but there was a huge influx of ads, and all of a sudden AFLW players were in ads everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I, I could be wrong, Darcy, but I would feel like it was you, Mo Hope, <laughs> Daisy, and Katie Brennan in most ads, right? Yeah. And so. Um, I'm curious how you how you felt about making ads. We talk a lot about ads on this podcast, <laughs> yeah. And like how because it's a it's a different world. Mm. And I'm curious how you what your experience or maybe an ad that was particularly you don't have to mention brands, but maybe like a particularly <laughs> interesting shoot day or something like that. Yeah, um, it was fun. Like it because it was not something I ever thought I would get to do. Like I. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like like AFLW was never a thing that I, you know, set my sights on or anything like that at all. Like I have only really, you know, since AFLW came in, that's when I've become a lot more professional. Like there were people before me who were already doing elite things and that definitely wasn't me. Like I can, yeah, if you talk to anyone I trained with at Darabin, they'll be like, no, Darcy was not not very <laughs> professional or not really, <laughs> you know, wasn't raising the bar. But um I just found it so fun being able to be like, oh, like where those people that, you know, when you grow up and you look at a cereal box and you see someone, you're like, they're like a huge deal. And then you're like, oh, like that's what we're doing now. Like it's a weird, it's a weird sort of feeling. But I, I remember um, early on I was doing a radio ad for Marcel <laughs> Stock. Like oh. the cooking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's oh, my God, I thought you meant stock, like money stock. No, 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 like, no, no. strange no. thing to sell. But you're talking about Marcel the Shell, no, that no, new no. movie. No, no. That yeah, was really successful, <laughs> really cut through. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just remember when I was, like, doing the lines, it was like, you know, um, kicking goals on the field, 
um, that's euphoria. But kicking goals in the kitchen, now that's myself. <laughs> and like I was, like the lines, <laughs> I was reading it out and I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this and like getting paid to do this for like, you know, half an hour of my time. Like this ad's going to be on. And I got called to actually do it back because they were like, Oh, it just sounds like a bit sarcastic. Like I was like, oh. But there wasn't someone coaching me through it. Braden does this all the time. Uh, there was a brand, I can't mention who it is, but they asked us to do an ad the other day and then I did it and they were like, no, nah, you sounded too, um, you were too, jo- you sounded like you were being sarcastic. Yeah. I was, and I was like, <laughs> and then I wrote, I said back to them, well, you tell them they can go and give. <laughs> and then my agent's like, I'm not going to tell them that. And then I, and no, then I recorded sarcastic. it again. Yeah, well, that's yeah. It's a it's a whole other world, isn't it? Like, uh, do you, when you did some of the shoots, do you like the free breakfasts and the free lunches? Mm. Did, you, did did you experience that? Yeah, well, I feel like on shoots, it's like a really lovely environment. Like, I always find, and I think maybe because, like, I sort of really love like creativity and things like that. Mm. Like, I love to see how things are put together and just how. Yeah many people it takes to make something. Yeah, and totally. Yeah, yep. and, like, I love how, like, and I think, like, it's a very privileged position to be in where you get to walk in and, like, you're, like, one of the people who are the talent. So, like... Yeah, do they call you the talent? The talent. <laughs> they just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's just, like, they, like, they just want you to feel so comfortable because they know that's how they'll get the best result. Like, they yeah. don't want to make you feel uncomfortable at all. So I always really look forward to doing things just because it's such a lovely lovely feel um but i do remember yeah like i love i love food but um one of the special k ads i was like standing with mo and i think chloe and mon like chloe malloy and mon conti Mm -hmm. and we like my bit in the scene was like i'm eating it straight out of the box and like so i'm just like eating this special k and like this guy was like oh you want a spit bucket like and i was like nah i was like i "I don't need a spit bucket like and i hadn't really done an ad before and we did like 40 takes oh my god so i was just like (laughs) eating it like my mouth is so dry like special k like in every like gap oh my god you do 10 takes of the close-up and then they're like okay now we need the wide and then That's context for like anyone. Who, so Brad Pitt in every shot that he's ever doing, Brad Pitt has he's all he likes to eat in his shots because it gives him an action to do. Right. And um, uh, he so think of all the spit buckets in whatever scene you're watching. Brad, whether it's Moneyball or Bullet yeah. Train, or there's spit buckets next to him, and, and Brad Pitt's just <laughs> shitting all it, like yeah, spitting it's everywhere, full of disgusting food, <laughs> chewed through his mouth. Oh, I did a McCain's ad once and it was, uh, yeah, and they they made, like, there was a chef making fresh pizzas for every shot so it was steamy and they made oh. 400 pizzas Whoa. and then, like, just threw them out. Ugh. Yeah. Awful. Are you sponsored by McCain's? Because I'm like, they're waste pizzas. <laughs> Not, waste yet. Pizzas. <laughs> Not yet. Not yeah. yet. Um, and Tom, for the first time ever, sorry, last thing on ads is we've just been mm. sponsored by Nippy's Milk. And so Tom had to do a Nippy's ad recently. And he's like, nip in for a Nippy. Yeah, I was on he's fire. That's I was a natural. <laughs> Brendan's like, wow, we did it in one take. And I was like, yeah. That's amazing. Born to read ads. But the sad thing was when um, when Marnie came here today, she was like, I could do it with Nippy's. And I was like, we don't have any here. Yeah, that feels yeah. misleading. I feel like I should definitely be given. Yeah, there should be nippies oh. everywhere. There should be a mountain of nippies. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we're going to get some I've never drunk more. nippies in my life, and I, I, I never will. Um, <laughs> He's lying. He's being facetious. No, I do. I love I have to be sincere now. I do love yeah. it. It's really good. Um, 
All right, great. Martin, Martin, do you have any other questions? Yeah, well, off the back of, I mean, kind of off the back of that, is I feel like the new gen very much is coming through now, Mm -hmm. where it's like Daisy Pierce has passed the torch to Kate Hall and, like, you've stepped down as vice captain so Mimi Hill can step up. And, like, how does it feel just, like, watching what very much feels like the new faces of AFLW are really coming through? Yeah, I I feel like it's it's a really... It's a special time to, to feel like I think mm. it probably wasn't until like two seasons ago that I was like, oh, like I'm not one of the young ones. Like I'm <laughs> I'm old. Like I think like Carlton Media started calling me a veteran. Like I was oh, like, I hate okay. when I have to do that. I'm <laughs> so like, sorry. Okay, okay, I'm there. I get it. Because um, rough. Because yeah, like I'm I'm 30 now, so like it's that's fine. Um, but it is really <laughs> like it feels. It feels nice to be able to see them step into those roles. Because mm. um, Mimi's, what, like 23? I think she might only be 22. Two. Or, oh, or 20. 20. Like, she's not mm. even 20. Like, she's young. <laughs> I probably <laughs> no, should I have asked really her old. if she was comfortable <laughs> with the, the old VC. I was like, no, <laughs> take it. Um, no, she's been excellent. Um, but, the, yeah, all these young players, like, they are, they're great people. Yeah. They're excellent at footy. Um, so it just, it makes sense. And it, and it does feel like it's, that's what people did for us as well. Like before AFLW was around, like people would pull us up into the little leadership things and like, mm. be like, you are capable of doing this. Um, so I feel like we're trying to do that more and more. Um, but it, it is just a, a great feeling like being able to, I guess, share the load a little bit more and, and let them experience that because it, it's awesome. Like, mm. There are so many cool experiences that come from AFLW and there's heaps more to come. Um, and yeah. I feel like that, yeah, that, like at the beginning, like there were like only a very few of us who were getting those opportunities and we were really lucky. Um, but now like there's so much more teams. depth and, and yeah, 18, 18 teams. teams, like so many different personalities and mm. it's nice seeing all those people get those chances too. And like very silver lining to Karen getting injured, which I'm so upset about, but it means yeah. Mimi will captain, right, this weekend? Well, I'm not sure who is actually doing that. Oh, so it's, it's not Jess, like natural that... Well, it's... So Jess and Mim oh, are co-vice. Right, right, right. So I'm, I'm not sure. Okay. I Yeah, I'm actually not sure what's happening, um, but I'm sure we'll find out. Bummer about Kez, though. I know, as... I was pretty disappointed for her just mm. because she's so, like, she just always soldiers on. Like, yeah. she's so stoic. Um, she usually, like, plays injured a lot of the time. Mm. Like, she'll have something going on. She'll be like, no, nah, I'm all good. And she'll just be, like, bandaged up together. Um, but she's, I, I just feel like this preseason has been really awesome for her, like, physically and, like, mentally. I think there's been a lot of load just off her um, mm. and she's been able to like really get stuck into training a lot more rather than worrying about other things and like the review like she carried a lot of that load um, oh, okay. going yeah. through that yeah. through that just as captain and yeah. like you know we haven't had um, the seasons we've wanted in the past so mm. like I think as captain you carry a lot of that um, just that pressure either directly or indirectly like you feel responsible mm. for you know turning things around or just you know, being brave when everyone yeah, else yeah. is shitting themselves. So yeah. <laughs> um, I sort of, yeah, I, I feel for her. But, yeah, I think um, she'll she'll be fine. Like, she's been carrying herself really well around the club. And I think she feels like, I, le- I guess, like with what I was just talking about, like 
we've got like all those young players coming through mm. and they're able to step up and they're excited for it as well. Like I don't think they're worried that Kez isn't playing. Like That's we'd good. love to have her out there, yeah. mm. um, but it is sort of like, you know, it's going to happen. Like yeah, it's yeah. footy. Yeah. Um, mm. So it's just how we adjust to that. Is it good to be on the other side of the review? Because I feel like it was looming for like two seasons maybe? Yeah. Well, I guess it was sort of after last season, that's when everything sort of kicked into gear and um, they called for a review. But it was like, it is tough. Like it's sort of um, like I was, it was all through like interviews and things like that. So it was very much about talking about your experiences, what you felt, what you what you think needs to be done better. Um, so you're pretty much just laying it all out on the table and, and hoping that they're able to do something with that and turn um, what can be a really hard time into something positive. And um, yeah, you sort of just put your faith in the club and you hope yeah. that it's gonna be better. But part of me was like, oh, I actually don't know like how different it can be. Like you sort of like, you know, we hear about change all the time. Like yeah. what's it mm. actually look like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the fact that it was done externally and it, it's the first ever AFLW review yeah. the club has done. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't speak more highly of the way um, the findings have or the recommendations have been rolled out. Like um, it's completely changed. Like the only thing the same is like the four walls really. Mm. Um, like footy and the way everything's structured, the way we run things just the entire feel of the place, like that high performance mindset has been just, yeah, completely changed footy. So it's it's a really great feeling. Yeah, um, and yeah. I say to my teammates, like it gives me hope for other, other things too, like not just in AFLW land, but just like other areas of life where mm. maybe things aren't going right. You're like, oh, if you actually make change and like go about it in a very deliberate way mm. like you can you can change things like it doesn't have to be th- just because you've always done things a certain way that doesn't mean it has to stick that way so yeah, yeah it's it's been amazing um I can't speak more highly of That's um cool. yeah the review like it was tough but yeah yeah I feel like sometimes that has to happen Yep. Yeah, definitely. That This is the most thoughtful and interesting the podcast has ever been. I was just <laughs> thinking that, not to, not that it's never been before, but I was like, wow, that was, that was really that was good. Like, I was like, this mm-hmm. is like a really good interview. <laughs> this is what happens when I'm not in the room. Uh, not at all. Uh, that's incredible. Fantastic. Um, well, while we have you, Darcy and Marnie, we, we've had huge feedback from our audience that they want to do uh, fantasy uh, AFL for this, mm. AFLW for this season. Uh, Tom is really good at it, but I'm afraid of maths, so I don't play it. Um, it gives me yeah. anxiety. Um, so, it, like, I'll start a team and then I get stressed and then close it and throw my laptop out. So what, I, what we were hoping is because we're not up to the level that you both are with your information about AFLW players, we want to win it. Uh, Tom, what, which one are we using? So this is the first one they've done, I think. So there's no super mm. coach. So it's AFLW Fantasy. And I believe it's the first year, right, Marnes? Yeah, it is, yeah. Which is very exciting. So this is going to be my in to be like full AFLW nuffy. I love like that. Like go to the next will. level. Yeah. But I want you guys to give me some real insider knowledge. Well, know, I'm yeah. hoping Das can help me with mine because <laughs> I put mine together and I'm actually pretty happy with it, I think. Oh, okay. I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was just going to say that, like, of all the ideas for expanding AFLW in its seventh year or eighth year, 
and going in t- and getting bigger and bigger. Fantasy is going to bring in so many people mm. so quickly oh, because I agree. Yeah. I completely agree. It yeah. gives people an av- avenue to really delve deep and yeah. you know feel like they have the ownership of something. Connection. Yeah, connection. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm yeah. actually. I think Marnie, you would have a better handle of okay. all the fantasy <laughs> stuff, to be honest. And I actually don't even know if I'm a, like what. What are the rules? Like, <laughs> like am I Matisse? Yeah, a <laughs> media manager here. I actually don't know if I'm allowed to oh. give. What we can, what, what, maybe we'll just make you like, we'll be like, hey, there's this player, uh, Alyssa Bannon, and you're like, Alyssa's great. I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> no, Alyssa Bannon is great. Very um, quick. Yeah. yeah. She's or fast. just maybe describing who a player is or like they, they're this, they're that, they're very good. Is that yeah. okay? I think, yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> I, I wanted know. to ask questions such as, so I always, you always want to have like, How does rookies. money work? Yeah. <laughs> that's, <my question. laughs> that's what I wanted to say. No, like, so let's talk rookies. Like, who are we excited about? Oh. You know, like that's. Oh, we can do that. Yeah, we that's can a do, fun We can part, talk right? excited. <laughs> yeah, like, we can talk about that. Yeah, right? yeah. Because, um, yeah, so the way it works for listeners who don't know how it works is you have a budget. So you can't just pick the best players. You've mm-hmm. got to have cheap players. Mm-hmm. And usually the best cheap players are those that have never played before. So rookies coming in. Yeah. Or people who've had a year off through injury or something like that. Mm. So that's where I really wanted to be like, this could be inside a goss. Like who's running hot, who wasn't running hot last year? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, okay. Yep. Um, well, I guess we've had quite a few yeah. new players come in. Um, I'm happy to fill with cum. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, well mine's got heaps of Carlton. All right, there you go. You got less, well, who you got? Yeah, who have you got, Mums? <laughs> well, I uh, Mimi Hill, obviously. Obviously, yeah, obviously, that's a, that seems like a great choice. But in also, midfield, uh, one million dollars. I have a, like I spent all my money in the midfield because <laughs> a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So your budget's fifteen million for twenty-two players, is it? I was going to say, yeah. Gus, how close is giving the AFL like? This is so misleading. Like this, come on, yeah, make it happen. It's a good thing to you. It can't. You can't have. You can't have the CBA <laughs> like going off. <laughs> and then have a fake AFL thing world where it's like, oh, everyone's getting a billion yeah, dollars like, a year. What, what are they complaining about? Yeah. He's on a million dollars. Yeah, that's why it's called fantasy, guys. Yeah, fantasy. Yeah, even like on, I've got Jazzy Garner, Mon Conti, Ash Riddell, Purcell, McKay. Like, how did I manage to get all these stars? Apparently, you're not allowed to spend. No, you can, but I think you must yeah. have had a... So what? Let's do some maths for a second, right? Yeah, yeah. You got twenty players and fifteen mil. So what's that average? <laughs> fifteen divided by twenty. Are you 20. serious? Uh, no. I think it's about seven hundred fifty thousand each, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. We'll say that. <laughs> I think it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, I'm smarter. Yeah, because there's heaps of players that are like three hundred and four. Yeah, so so, that, so they'd be the rookies, right? Yeah, you've got all your mids, and then you're just gonna stack your team with rookies. So yeah, my it's defenders are all up. my. Cheap players. Yeah, right. Because so they're that not going to score your weakness. goals and get me points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work like that. It can be just, you know, possessions, contested I think, possessions. Yes. I think we should start with the spine. Okay. Much like a uh, a skeletal surgeon, we should start with the spine um, and go full back, centre half back, centre full forward, uh, uh, centre half forward. So at full back, who's the best full back in the league? Yeah. The best fullback in the whole league. So the most expensive I mean, is Emma Carney. Yeah, Carney. Yeah, oh. average sixty-five oh, yeah. last year. So she's oh, the most, yeah. she's all Australian every year. So. Yeah, yeah, that's a safe. 
That's yeah. very sad. That's so a expensive, huge investment right? of a million dollars. Yeah, I'm not doing that. No, you're not doing that. No, I'm putting all of my because I want the most possessions. I want them all in the midfield. All my all my money in the midfield. Have you ever played? No, no, no. Obviously, possessions. Kez May I posit Libby Birch? But, like she's injured at the moment. You can so do Libby Birch, yeah. All right, let's. Oh yeah, Lib's a good choice. She's she's very solid. She's yeah. a consistent performer too. Seven hundred thirty-nine thousand guys. I'm gonna have a lot of demons fan. I'm gonna have a lot of demons players. Yeah. Yeah, you're just gonna have the whole D's D's team. Oh, but I'd be worried I'd win too much. Tbh. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay, at centre half back, who are we who are we picking for a centre half back? So we can probably do one more expensive player before we have to start looking a little more budget. My most expensive defender, mm-hmm. Jordan Allen. How much? Eight five three k. Who is Jordan Allen? Collingwood. Uh, as a as a, a good defender. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Average yeah. sixty last year. It's great. Well, last season, I should say. Mm. Average six. Oh, cool. points. <laughs> <laughs> what are you averaging 60 on? <laughs> yeah, so... 60 points against. <laughs> so a goal might be worth like 12 points, man. Yeah. But like an intercept, you know, mark might be worth eight points or something. Oh, well, then I want Chelsea Randall. Randall? Great. Chelsea Chuck Randall, in. great. Can I jump to the forward line and say, and I don't want to embarrass you, Das, uh, but um, how much is Darcy Vesio worth? Let's have a look. I don't in, think I'm worth very much. Like, my my stats aren't great. But you might be That's a steal. Okay. Yeah. Hey, um, high performance. Big <laughs> eating big <laughs> I did this deliberately. <laughs> <laughs> just waiting for fantasy to come in. <laughs> but you could change the way you play now and just get heaps of handballs, efficient handballs. Mm. For us. Average 41 last season, 577,000. I think that's a good oh. buy. Yeah, half a minute. Yeah, half a minute. That's probably that's accurate. Right, and then who else do we want? Another key position. So we need to choose a rock. That that's important. Okay. Who's my rock? Um, oh, Gabby Seymour's my rock. Okay, we could go for Gabby. I think. Who, that's who is fun. Gabby Seymour? Money plays for Richmond. Um, I want to say vice captain, but she that could be actually wrong. be vice captain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do we want a young rock? Who's like a young ruckman coming through? Who's going to dominate? Oh like, I'm well, looking for a real opals could have played I've for got... the opals situation. So <laughs> the number one ruck according to AFLW Fantasy is Moody. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. So Carlton has the best ruck yeah. according to AFLW Fantasy. All so Australian ruck last season. I feel like I that's think accurate. She was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Average seventy-seven, <laughs> which is a lot more than anyone else. So I reckon we go with Moody. Great. Uh, can I? I'm, oh, I think another full forward or another forward is who I'm keen on getting. Your, who, who's oh, you know favorite? who's so cheap? Mm. Izzy Huntington. Oh. Like, what? Anyway, yeah. because like Izzy hasn't played a season in two, three. Yeah, that's how it works. Because, um, but like their number one draft yeah. pick just did her ACL twice, which is horrible. And like, yeah, she's awful. coming back. Yeah, totally. Three hundred. So this is the sort oh. of info that we need from you guys. Okay. Like real, you know, this is who you want to watch. But I don't want to jinx Izzy as well, but I keep talking her up. Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, I'm trying <laughs> to think of another. Do you know who I would really like in the side just for me? Yeah. Is um, someone who I really enjoy watching every time they play is Tessa Levy from Richmond. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, Defender, big, big, average 40, great. It, like a, an Opals Olympic player who then just all of a sudden just jumped over and started playing footy and just looked like had played footy for like 20 years. Um but I don't yeah, know how much is Tessa. Basketball background, Darcy. You, yeah, you <laughs> love the ballers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
they're guilty. Yeah. Um, I actually got it on behind me. I've got uh, Cape Verde versus Finland in the FIBA World Cup on. <laughs> yeah, I was going to, because usually on that screen is just the footy. And it's yeah. really distracting. It is totally. yeah, so right. distracting. So I was like, oh, Broden's on the screen now, but it's still sport behind <laughs> still his head. <laughs> so who else have you got, Mans? Um, Just a few more, I reckon. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get Darcy in trouble from Gillen or Nicole. <laughs> so. Oh, Sophie Conway's only 746. I thought that was pretty good. That sounds like a bargain. she will kick more goals without Bodie there, potentially. Okay. I don't know. Oh, Kate Shearlaw is only 684. Leading goal, kicker. leading goal kicker. Leading goal kicker. Um well no, Jesse Wardlaw was a leading goal kicker, but Kate was I'm gonna say second or third mm. maybe. Yeah, Kate's maybe. great. Yeah. Um but moved to North Melbourne and I think North Melbourne's gonna have a really good season. They've got three tools, so that yes, will be three tools. hard to defend. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people have put Georgia Nansgorn in their fantasy sides, which is Essendon's inaugural player but did ACL, so we haven't seen her at W level mm. since she's been like re Okay. Drop oh, yeah. So in. that's another. So this is what we need, man. So those three hundred thousand dollar players, a few of them. Yeah. Well, but also, so Nat Wood was asked at a presser this week whether um, Nan's gone will play and wasn't sure either way. Like, didn't give it up. So might be a risk as well. Don't know how many. Totally. Games but she'll this play. is why you have bench players. But also, I think she'll be great. Yeah. Like in the VFLW, she was like best on ground every week. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I remember hearing her, her name a lot in VFL. Like she seemed like. Yeah. A, it was hard, It was like the grand final, and she did her ACL in the final quarter. Mm. Oh, rough. Yeah, yeah, it was. Right. It was really rough. So yeah, she's a good one. I would like one more hot scoop from Darcy on someone who has just been, for lack of a better phrase, training the house down. Yeah. Who you're just like, holy hell, they're going to be awesome this year. I don't think Das can yeah. say. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think I'll genuinely get in trouble. Oh, okay, sorry. fair enough. Sorry. Cut that entirely. Sorry, but it's worth it. Let me give my scoop. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. How many? How many have you got there, Tom? Mate, we got like seven, but we got a few hot scoops of mine, so I reckon that's great. Oh, yeah. Eden's anchor right. is only six hundred and twenty-five. You would get. have thoughts about must get. Anchor, yeah. I must get Eden's anchor. Mm. Eden's anchor, to- top ten pick, came in as a tall forward and is now playing like ruck midfield and whenever she goes ruck midfield like we just look incredible love Eden Zanka fill it out with Melbourne players because we're going to win the flag again I'm sorry, <laughs> Matisse, but, um, okay. and sorry Matisse uh, uh, but um, we we lost no one this year we we in I was watching the AFLW all year no one leaving we have the same list who rocked up for a flag last year in rural Queensland, and we are coming back hard. What about and, Daisy? Um, yeah. yeah. Pretty Daisy, Daisy will come back. <laughs> uh, oh. I, I, think, uh, uh, I think we might even be stronger in that kind of Lance Franklin kind of way in that uh, by, by the end, I think the position for a younger player coming through will be very mm. exciting. So I think fill out with... Um, Everyone else from Melbourne. Tom. Yeah, I think, and to be fair, I think Daisy would leave with everyone walking so much taller. Yeah. So mm, I think yeah, exactly. you're genuinely, yeah, incredibly strong. Can I, I can I ask you a last question on that? Sorry, Marnie. No, it's okay. Um, uh, the Darabin Falcon days when you were playing in those teams, pretty much an all-star team of players who have gone on to have incredible AFL careers, like mm. Mel Hickey, yourself, Daisy. Uh, was Katie Brennan there? Yeah. 
Ka- uh, Karen Paxman as well. Pax. Libby Birch. Um, and Astro you would Corner. just win flag after flag after flag. It's like yeah. 10 in a row or something? Yeah, well, oh, I don't know if it was 10 in a row, but it was like maybe 10 in 12 years. It was, yeah, okay. It was very dominant. <laughs> well, that's not that good then. Yes, yeah, not <laughs> that good. <laughs> it was pretty shit. Do you, do you still feel a fair bit of bond and do you, how close are you with those people now? Or has, has, the, has the professional league kind of taken that away or are you? how do you... What's your connection to all those players? No, I still feel very connected to Darabin. Um, like I still go down to our little home ground um, at AH Cap Reserve in Preston. Um, and I I think maybe because I was from Wangaratta, like it really felt like a home away from home. So I, whenever I go there, I love it. Um, but we had our 10-year 2013 reunion um, a couple of weekends oh, ago. Oh, and that Wood's in that side, right? Yeah, no, yeah, Essendon no, coach. Wood. Um, mm. Yeah, and Jane so, Lanch, who was at Melbourne in the coaching ranks. Um, so, yeah, like I, I love all those people there. Um, and I, I think we all grow more fond of that time as time goes on. Like I think mm. at the start oh. it was hard when we all got split up and we sort of didn't know what we were doing and like everything like that. But whereas now I, I feel like there's a clear distinction between those days and what, we, what we're trying to achieve now. So do you have a decade's worth of reunions to go to? <laughs> That's what I was saying because we won five in a row. So once the 10 years are up, the 15 years begin. Like, I was like, this is going to be nonstop. <laughs> you should get a like a group deal on some La Porchetta functions. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. That, so five so. in a row or something. I think so. Um, do you teach awesome. under 10s? Uh, I assistant coach. Under coach. <laughs> so, no, no, I um I was doing yes the under twelve. So we did under tens last year, Astro O'Connor and I, um and then we we followed like a lot of the group went up to under twelve. So we stayed with them, um, which was really fun, including like, Emma Race and Andy Miles. Kids. Yeah, yeah. So two of the kids, two out of three. Um, so it was nice seeing Andy or Emma. Um, do the goals every week. They're awesome. He keeps That's calling so me guru on email. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 he keeps calling me guru. kid. Kid, <laughs> like, <laughs> Can I ask, they, Darcy? Thank you so much for coming on. Marnie, thank you for being here again. We're very, very geared up for the AFLW season. Cannot wait for it. Check it out tonight. It's Collingwood D's to start off the season. Mm. And then a huge weekend. No other footy on. Get stuck into it. Start an AFL fantasy team. Can I ask you one more graphic design question, Dars? Yeah. I've I've become really good at Canva. Oh, Um, yeah. Do you like Canva? I love Canva. I think Canva is brilliant. The background remove tool. Like yes. I used to spend I, like an hour cutting something out mm. and Canva does it in 10 seconds, less. I, hmm. no joke, removed a background of Marnie Vinyl and Sam Kerr not oh, a week ago. It's I was so impressed good. with that. No, it's no, so it. good. Mm. And like they even, like they handle hair really well. Like it feels, cool. if I was doing that, like I feel like when I worked at Carlton, I spent most of my time just clipping players and <laughs> I enjoyed that. But I was like, if Canva was around, like what? What else could yeah. I have done? I, I thought it might have been a, a faux pas for graphic designers. It might have been just like, you know, auto-tune or something. But I'm glad. No, nah, no. Nah, I'm, I'm all about it. I think they're, they're two different things like, the um, you know, Adobe Suite and Canva. But, mm. you know, you can – Canva's yeah. great for people who just want to give it a crack as well. Yeah. But I, I use go. it too for the clipping. That's cool. Great. Great. Mm. Good to know. Yeah. Um, all right. Marnie, anything else that we, we need to cover? Um. I don't think so. Who's going to win? <laughs> Tomorrow, uh, tonight? Yeah. Um, 
well tonight i think oh maybe collingwood will upset yeah. melbourne that would be mm. so spicy like davies back mm. um benici's back yeah and then the yeah, AFLM right will do it the next week as well. Yeah. No. <laughs> Disagree. Sorry, Sorry. Um, Genuinely, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Uh, have a great season. Mm. So thank excited you. to watch it. Um, yeah, can't wait. Uh, Marnie, thank you so much. Uh, bounce that pill. <laughs>